I should have uh, not been eating when you were doing the game. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's how we're starting the podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Bag on Tangent podcast, the only podcast that starts with Kyle eating. Uh, my name is Blake, and joining me today, as always, but sometimes not, is Kyle. How are you doing right. today, Kyle? So I've, I've been here less and less. <laughs> we had a whole... Recently. It's that's okay. We I I can forgive you once again. We already have our big for, big forgiveness for you being missing, but that that's all right. Thank you. Um, this week we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, usually we talk about movies or dumb Marvel crap. Uh, but it's kind of a slower week. I mean, there's not there's stuff out, but it's nothing that I have a huge amount of stuff to say. The movie Beast, like, starring Ed Idris Elba, came out. Yeah, like I I'll go that's see it. that, but <laughs> that's, that's yeah. all there is. We could talk about Sandman, but I still haven't finished Sandman, oh, shit, and yeah, I Sandman. I don't think I. I mean, will even I finish, finish that late, and I, I. Yeah. Yeah, I. I it's okay. <laughs> that, that's my thoughts. It's fine, but I ha- going I into it. I, to, I think it gets better. I agree. I've seen maybe four or five episodes, and it does get better, but. I have too high expectations of it. It's never going to be what I want, and I just, like, I can, I have to accept that. But yeah, there's my review of Sandman. But the main podcast today <laughs> is going to be a, uh, kind of like a, what would you call this, a fan fiction episode? Just kind of a pitching some movies, some story ideas, goofing around, some bullshits. Oh, it's definitely some bullshit. <laughs> but it's, pro- it's probably all of the above, I think. Yeah. What the fuck We've done something. press then? There we go. <laughs> we Oh, hope we're okay. okay. Oh, oh, thank goodness. We're still Whenever live Kyle... on air, folks. We're still live pre-recording. Um... Kyle has... People, you have to understand how integral Kyle is to this podcast. If Kyle did not press the right series of buttons, I would be mute. Which wouldn't be so bad for you people. But I yeah, would be mute. It would be great for them, but, but for me, I'd miss out on all that sweet, sweet podcasting juice. <laughs> that lovely marinade. That, uh... But, um... It's a jus, oh. almost. A red wine jus. Podcast. Oh, we. But we've done something like this similar before. Um, we so have. I thought, like, oh, let's do this again. But this one is a lot bigger. This is this is huger. All right, this is enormous. Huge. So, <laughs> huge. All right. So Donald Trump references. Those are still funny. Right? Oh, what a, what a timely thing. What a timely sixty-year-old meme. So I mean, he's coming back. You know, he's uh, keeps well, threatening to come back, doesn't he? He's <laughs> dangling that carrot in front of the Republican Party. So. We have Marvel announced their most of their Phase Five mm-hmm. and Six. We know there's more movies they're going to announce. We, yeah. you and I talked before the show, but they're probably going to announce. And we like did an do an movie. episode on, on yes. that stuff on that on that we slate did. that was released. Go watch that episode. It's like two episodes Go. back. Um, but they're going to do like we know they're going to do an X Men movie. We knew there's probably going to be another Hulk mm-hmm. movie in there. Maybe maybe an Eternals if they like me enough. Uh, but <laughs> we thought <laughs> and it's of course going to be like a tr- another trilogy of spider-man movies but that's kind of sony's thing so mm-hmm. no and another morbius film of course oh but yeah, we thought it'd be course. fun to i came up with this idea like oh i came up with an idea for like what i think a fun fantastic four movie would be and even mm-hmm. a, an avengers 5 and avengers 6 kind of ideas i had for those movies I pitched it to Kyle and said, that sounds cool i'll also come up with ideas but then he said you also took all the really interesting ones so yeah so already there's a bit of overlap in our in our pitch so you yes you know I, i've got some fantastic four stuff um i'm I think I you've have got some, some like, x-men stuff but i think i've got a yeah. little bit more i have some hulk yeah. stuff too but mainly i had three i had the fantastic four and avengers five six which are kind of like mm-hmm. the last three movies of phase six yeah um 
and so and then you probably have a bunch of other we're just gonna go through probably in chronological order of the release of the film so you're gonna mm-hmm. be hearing a lot from kyle and then probably towards the end hear more of me so mm-hmm. we're gonna end on a bad note so kyle <laughs> always good always good to end on your worst foot so kyle yeah um go dude what, what do you got let's let's hear it so um i've gone with the movies that i find the least interesting um <laughs> ant-man oh your favorite movie ant-man yeah um now this isn't like a strictly a, a pitch there's yeah yeah th- there's a great pitch for a third ant-man movie uh by youtube and nw movies is very good. your best friend it's it, yeah he's, he's liked a couple of my tweets you know just, <laughs> just a couple <laughs> you know we're talking uh, we we throw the the, the football around we sure do game. don't we <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah he, he he had a much better than what i'm gonna say a movie called ant-man and the wasp and the ant-man um go watch that. <laughs> wait that's that that's what it's called more or less <laughs> because it introduces a new ant-man <laughs> That's amazing. One of the other Ant- uh, Ant-Men from the comics. It, it's a great yeah. pitch, and it's very well thought out. Not like whatever I'm about to say. Um, Don't worry, we'll noodle it around. We'll noodle but, it. Yeah, but... um, So we know the title, we know that it's called Quantumania, and we know that Jonathan Majors is in it as some kind of king. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good idea if they do some time traveling. You know, like they've established that the uh, the Ant-Man and the Quantum Realm or something are kind of integral to time travel within this universe, or at least the kind that the science type Avengers do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to do some experiments in the Quantum Realm. I think they're going to, you know, they're going to de-age and re-age Paul Rudd just like they did in that in that seminal joke. Uh, well, he didn't know who shit his pants. <laughs> um, the funniest joke in the Marvel Universe. The funniest joke in the Marvel Universe. Um, <laughs> it wasn't bad. Uh, I think they're going to sort of get stranded somewhere. Perhaps in, uh, in ancient Egypt, if you can believe it. That's I can't believe it, honestly. Where they'll encounter Rama Tut, who is... Um, is a version of King. Yeah, he's. I think like he's the pharaoh or whatever at at, at a point in time, in kind of mm-hmm. what we classify as ancient Egypt. Um, and yeah, he's this he's this version of King that went there and did that. I I don't know all that much about him, but I can't imagine they'll stick too closely to it anyway. So they're pretty. Loose who needs to villain. read comics? Um, yeah. The MCU's pretty loose with, like, villain stuff. Like, they kind of just yeah. do whatever. It's hardly ever. Like, all, like pretty much every villain, major villain of it to now, has just yeah. been, like, whatever they needed. They just take the title of whatever the famous comic run is, and they go, what does that evoke? Age of Ultron. That's age him of, being... Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, Ultron's like, in it, and he threatens to do an age, to have an <laughs> age, but, um... But not really similar. Not really the same thing, you know? Yeah, so I think they'll just do what they want to do. I think uh, putting Ant Man as well as in ancient Egypt is interesting because it restricts his technology use because there's so much just and I, I and it's yeah. fun in the the one half of Ant Man two that I saw where he's shrinky dinking everything, but yeah, 
I think restricting their ability to just shrinky dink everything because they'll have a limited amount of technology makes it more interesting. So they have to be more proactive about what they shrinky dink. Yeah, it'll and, be a regular Iron Man 3. And here's an idea. Because they're in ancient Egypt, there's going to be a lot of like, there's going to be pyramids, right? There's going to mm. be a tomb of the Pharaoh. This mm. gives them an excuse to hide like a deus machina, some sort of MacGuffin in, in an area that's impossible to get to, like the pyramids. So yeah. that means they have to have a heist. They've got to have a heist. They've a big old heist. A big old pyramid door. heist. This is good. This is. See, I didn't think See, of any is... of this. Yeah, this is Blake's why just we got a noodle. This. We got a noodle. It. We got really? a noodle. So <laughs> big old pyramid heist that they have to get to in order to get back to their yeah. time. Also, Pyr- since pyramids are famously booby trapped and guarded, so you know it's yeah. a lot like yeah. a bank vault or something. But like you could put like extra stuff in there. Like you could mm-hmm. say like they have these traps that um, you know back. You know how there's always the alien and technology conspiracies with the pyramids. Just throw that in there. Yeah. Why you not? Know, that racist Whatever. Shit. Yeah, that stuff because you know Egyptians are incapable of mass, you know, amounts of technological progress. Only white people can do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> But just, just throw that in there. I think that would be kind of cool, kind of fun. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Ant-Man movies, like all the Marvel movies are best, the best ones, are when they stick to some kind of genre conceit. If it's just like a superhero adventure, yeah. it's fun, but it's just superhero adventure. Yeah, I think it's got, it's got to be distinct and stand apart, and I feel like being largely set sort of against the backdrop of ancient Egypt and, you know, really being a massive change of pace for Ant-Man, the least interesting yeah. of the franchises. And yes, that does include Eternals. In my <laughs> view. No, just the, I've, I've spoken about this before, but Ant-Man has all the right elements of an interesting movie. They both do. And I just don't care for them. Kyle, Kyle, you're about to start your world-famous My famous Ant-Man rant <laughs> Ant-Man rant man and if we go uh, down this hole we're gonna be here for two hours we are you yelling about how the shrinky dinky doesn't work yeah and how it doesn't make sense I it's okay but it's um okay, so we won't do that and I think just like me they should have the force of will the sheer the sheer discipline to go against the usual Ant-Man and MCU grain and be interesting <laughs> You know how we've... Go against, you know, what is in their DNA. Yeah. And do something just, you know, wildly different. Because also, you've got great improvisers in that cast. And I feel like that's gonna... That's gonna result in a lot. I think uh, putting it also in a unique setting like ancient Egypt, and this is something Marvel is always trying to push, and... No, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but they do want to push a more worldwide view of their movies. They want exactly. a more diverse cast. They want more. They want Moon Knights. They want Moon Knight. Like they need. Like they want that because one, it's good for the industry to have just more actors and work, but also it helps them grow as a company because now they can appeal to more markets. Exactly. Because Imagine how well this will do in the ancient Egypt market. <laughs> All those ancient Egyptians are like, man, I've watched <laughs> Avengers, but. I just know what I can relate to. Yeah. Oh, wait! Ant-Man! A white guy in ancient Egypt! There you go. <laughs> what's, it, what's he bloody doing there? It's a, it doesn't belong there. And he's small. Uh, 
<laughs> and he's small. And he's small. But yeah, they can they they can also you know it it helps add to the tapestry as you know as all these things do. You know you can yeah. do a bit of Moon Knight stuff in there. You can do a bit of um. Apocalypse I was gonna say yeah, Moon Knight stuff. You gotta put in Moon. Ooh, a, an apocalypse cool. e- Easter egg. You know the classic you know Asgardian trophy room shit, where yeah, it's yeah. just like Paul Rudd stumbles through a fucking chamber and there's like a marking from. From a comic book that you would recognize as as like Apocalypse's big A on his belt or something like that. I don't know. Oh God, it's Apocalypse. The big A. Elbow. It's his elbow. <laughs> it's Apocalypse's oh. big old A. It's his big A. I just love the idea of him being like, oh, it's his elbow, oh, his big A. It's like these useless like trinkets. It's his tubes. It's his weird <laughs> tubes that connect his his back. Or whatever to his arm. Yeah, he's not this wearing a flamethrower yeah. backpack, but he's he just has tubes. You know, why, why does he look like that? Doesn't oh, matter. Could... Doesn't matter. This is about King. This is about Ant Man. This is about. Oh, I was gonna burst into that song that The Rock released, and then I could not remember a single lyric. That's okay. It's about. No one needed to hear that, did they? Yeah, no one needed to. Yeah, don't worry. I, w- I was going to help you up. I was like, nope, not going to do that. Nope. That's uh, not what people want from good. this. <laughs> but yeah, Ancient yeah. Egypt heist. That sounds pretty cool. I'd watch it. Yeah. That's rare, too. Because yeah. I'd just skip it, other. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that episode of Futurama where they go to the planet Egypt. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what do you got next, Kai? Or do you have anything else for Ant Man? Ant Man, um... Quantumania? It feels like it's called Quantumania, but they're spending a hell of a lot of time in Egypt. Do we need to change the title to Egypt Mania? Egypt Mania, I like that. That's... <laughs> All right, it's Egypt Mania now. Ant Man and the Wasp and the Mummy, starring Brendan oh, Fraser. Oh yes! Come on, you gotta have a mummy in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. Get a cool mummy. Uh, in there. He could be the big CGI thing they beat up at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's next? Okay, so next on the list is Secret Invasion, but I don't have anything for that. Um, I don't have anything for that either. I don't have anything for. Like most of this stuff, I'm not gonna lie. I, the next thing I That's have okay. stuff for is Daredevil. All right, cool. Because I looked at all of these and I went, "Do you know what? Don't know. They'll... <laughs> I don't know what they'll <laughs> do for Daredevil." No, I mean for oh for the oh sorry, all the sorry, other sorry, stuff. Sorry. Like I looked at yeah, Echo yeah. and and I was like, I don't know, if I and know. I Blade care. and stuff like that, and I'm like and. Everything, everything in there just sort of is falling in the realm of like um, either I kind of already know what that's going to be like, uh-huh. just based on inevitability, or I just don't care. Exactly, I don't care about the Echo series. So yeah, yeah. it's always yeah. the Echo series. No one really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget it's happening, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, look, like, a lot of these things will be good. I hope. I'm like I'm looking forward to Loki, Blade, Blade. I'm really interested by, but yeah. I, I, I don't know what they'll do. I mean, I, I, don't know. I like the idea of casting Wesley Snipes as um, as Whistler. Yeah, that'd be cool. As a kind that'd of like awesome. you know, a homage well, almost, a reference, yeah. a fun, a fun bit. But there's um, my pitch. That thing somebody else had. The, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, there's my pitch. The most popular theory about that franchise on the internet. Uh, yeah, I don't know, they'll just do Blade stuff, won't they? Maybe he'll be British, maybe he won't. I We've heard a second hope... of him speak, so like 
I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. He's probably American, but who cares, you know? <laughs> who cares? It'll just be a movie. Who cares? He'll probably just do Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got, Kyle? Uh, yeah, so my, my next thing is Daredevil, which... Um, where did I put my Daredevil stuff? I'm always, always leaving my Daredevil lying around. Ah, you know what it's like. Leave oh. your Daredevil pitches. <laughs> oh, your Daredevil showing. Ah, no, sorry. Oh, I'm no, cover that up. <laughs> yeah, so it's called Born Again. That's Kyle, a... you can't run around showing your Daredevil to people. But more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got your Daredevil. Daredevil. Subtitled Born Again. That's a very right. loaded title. Very famous Frank Miller storyline where a lot of a lot of horrible shit happens to um, to Daredevil. But that's not a common in a Daredevil story. But a lot worse shit happens to Karen Page. Have, and they just sort of... That doesn't matter. I have already the opening scene of episode one for you for Daredevil Born Again, right? Okay. Can I, can I pitch it to you? Go ahead. I'm willing right, to right. steal that. So we start on uh, Matt Murdock. He's in his Daredevil outfit from you know doing his whole thing, running around a building, looking at top of his yellow one from uh, from Hit Show. No, 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 from the end of the Netflix series. Oh, I see. So whatever the last suit he wore, then he wasn't he like crushed under rubble in Defenders or something. Isn't that how it ended? The Defenders, like Daredevil, that, got that's crushed how the Defenders under... ended. But then there was Daredevil season three where he. Oh, you're right. You're right. That came gone out, out and like. Was nursed back to health or whatever? <laughs> yeah, he was fine or something. He was fine, oh. basically. Um, but yeah, we start. He's in his zero office. He's looking heroic on the city, and then we see. And then he like kind of. He's like, oh, he get, like he's sick. He, like he holds his stomach. He's like, oh, oh, oh what's going on oh, here? That signature he, daredevil noise. Oh, oh, oh. he's like, he like he goes over to like the you know the top of the gets Morning. on. He was at the edge of the building. And he walks over and he's at like the, the stairwell entrance up to the building. He's like holding on to. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, I hate this. And you see a smile. I wish he'd stop making face. those noises. You see his mouth open up. He's like, oh, oh. And you see him just like a tiny, tiny, like, head start popping out of his mouth. And he's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's like a tiny, tiny Matt Murdock baby kind of falls out onto the ground. He's like, oh, God. I thought I knew oh. where this was going, and I really didn't. <laughs> The baby falls and he's like, "Oh god!" Oh, and he's like covered in blood and like the and black bile and black bile, and he's just he, he doesn't know what's going on. His vision, his daredevil vision's going everywhere. <laughs> I like, almost oh. said his vision then. <laughs> he can see again, but it's his the lack worst of vision thing. was <laughs> fading. He can see finally, but it's like the worst thing he's ever seen. So it's he like can see, but it's Machiavellian uh, curse, but it's low res. Yeah, it's 420, it's 120. It's SD. <laughs> and he falls over, he's like, oh, God. And you see the tiny Matt Murdock, and it starts, like, growing super quickly. <laughs> like, it's like, like, it's like a montage of it's growing into a man. And you see, like, it go from baby to boy in seconds, and then boy to young man, and then Matt Murdock. And he stands up, he's like, whew. And he looks at the camera, he says, born again. <laughs> That was incredible. That was also. I loved that it. it just ends like a fucking shampoo advert or something, <laughs> where he looks to camera and says the the tagline. <laughs> if you want to get that born again feeling, try L'Oreal. <laughs> just like. <laughs> it's just the shampoo. Commercial. 
I'm born again, are you? And holds the bottle to camera. <laughs> so that, so anyways, that's how you should start your series. You've been drinking communion wine or, or, or I don't know, baptism water or something. And it's... That's what he's selling. <laughs> so anyways, what's your Daredevil pitch? <laughs> well, it's not that. Uh, <laughs> imagine it was the same. <laughs> well, I also had tiny Matt Murdock birthing <laughs> from Daredevil's mouth. I'm just like, you're not going to believe this, but... uh. <laughs> I was debating, I was like, should he be in a hospital bed giving birth? or should? I was like, nah, out his mouth is worse. Because mm. it's like a... Yeah, it's like a snake laying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the old right. version of him is just like drying up like a husk yeah, in seconds. Exactly. Like, like it's like it's like it's like deteriorating and... Yeah. It's like a little Benjamin button, like Exactly, yeah. It's like a raisin of a person. It's a raisin of a person, and the new one is all young and fresh and and covered in a in a kind of slick goo. <laughs> it like it bursts from like the yeah. um, the placenta it's like Mm-hmm. This is disgusting. Why Why would anyone say this on the internet? Why have you <laughs> said this on the internet? <laughs> I've just put this out there. <laughs> well, don't. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's already... Oh, God, he's come out already. Yeah, he's, uh, he's out of his shell now. He's, um... Wait till you hear my Fantastic Four pitch. Oh, I bet it's, I bet it's similar. <laughs> I bet it's <laughs> disgustingly similar. <laughs> For no reason. Um, okay, uh, my pitch is a bit more... Refined. It involves less goo, let me tell you. Uh, so it's called Born Again. There's that Frank Miller storyline. Where lots yeah. of bad shit happens to, to him and to Karen. Mostly to Karen, to be honest. I think she gets the worst end of the stick. Despite mm-hmm. not being the main character. Um, That's a friggin'. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to stick entirely to that, because it's it's too much, you know. But like, I think there'd be elements of it, and also this is this show is said to be something like twenty-two episodes, didn't they say? Yeah, it's it's surprisingly it's ridiculous. Long. Like that, that doesn't need to that's happen. Ha- that's half a year. Like, it is, isn't it? <laughs> uh huh. Like that's half a year of Daredevil every week. That's how long like an Arrow show would go for, and they're notoriously mm-hmm. not that good. Yeah. Yeah. After the first season. Um, <laughs> or in Arrow's case, during the first season. <laughs> or Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that was the worst one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I like that one. What? Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> I liked it. All right, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's too much, and it's... I, I, I think they'll have, like, a lot of episodes left, even if they did that. So I think mm-hmm. they'll, they'll sort of... A lot of terrible shit will happen. His, his, his identity will be discovered... By the Kingpin, who also, mm-hmm. as we know from the Echo TV show, got shot in the face and is like not not feeling so hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he'll be blind. Like in the comics, he'll be blind or whatever. He needs to regain his position as as um, super duper Kingpin, you know, top dog. Because uh, his guys are like, we think you're shit and blind. And as we know, no one in this city has ever succeeded while blind. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, there'll be like a coup there or whatever. I think they'll both sort of hit their lowest points. I think maybe even someone else, a different Daredevil villain, will learn his identity and they'll be the one to 
use it against him and destroy Matt's life. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And I don't know if they'll work together, but I think they'll have a similar kind of rise again. Um, I don't know what will happen to Kingpin necessarily, but I think Daredevil will... You know, he loses his house, his business, his Karen, maybe. Um, mm. And then it will dovetail into kind of that Brian Michael Bendis, Alex Maleev storyline where he just becomes the kingpin. Yes, I was thinking this. Which I really and I like, it... and I thought that's what Born Again was, but Born Again's the Frank Miller one. Yeah, um, so you're thinking of the Bendis run. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Bendis run, which I really like, and I think mm. is, you know, probably not as terrible to Karen, uh, <laughs> from memory. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think... You know, his supporting characters are going to be in this a lot, and they're going to be treated a lot more equitably than um, than the comics tend to use them. Um, but I think they'll sort of they'll take that place of uh, Doctor Strange and Mister Fantastic and people like that in mm-hmm. the um, in the Believe Bendis run, and they'll be like, I don't know, what, I don't know if you you're not making the right call here, Matt. You shouldn't have beat. The uh, the new crime boss to death and become the kingpin. You shouldn't have done that. Maybe that was bad. Here's the thing, though: is Marvel willing to let Daredevil beat the kingpin? To- yeah, whatever. No, not care. to he- death. I mean, like even even in the comic, like he doesn't die. He beats him. Yeah, he beats he him beat- really badly. Like worse than how he beats him in the end of season three. And like I don't know. Maybe this is treading kind of old ground because like season three ends with a kind of stalemate. Because I I think he. F- Wait, does he find out his identity? He probably does. Three? I, but I, like, I have... He beats God, him. Can... He goes to his house. And and Bullseye's there also. Doing some Bullseye stuff. And he fights all of them. He, like, he fights them both. And he beats Kingpin up real bad. But, like... He, and then he screams in his face. He's like, I beat you! And he's like a raving lunatic. <laughs> um, and they kind of leave in a sort of... St- standoff of like if you come after my family and life and whatever if you try and use the identity against me i'll i'll just kill you i'll just come back here and i'll finish the job or something like Mm -hmm. that so like don't no i don't know um someone i think us oh sorry go on go on go on someone else is gonna learn his identity just like in the believe Bendis run, where mm-hmm. his son gives it up or something like that. Kingpin's son. <sighs> Spoilers for this. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. And yeah, I don't know. He'll just become the kingpin, I think, and he'll he'll do that, or he'll do, or they'll do Shadowland, which is is the same, but instead of becoming the kingpin, he becomes the head of the hand. Mm-hmm. Which the head of the hand is a funny name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the head of the hand, um, and it, and he goes all ninja and whatever. Yeah, that's what I think will happen. Uh, that was a really eloquent pitch. <laughs> Anything else? I like it. I like it. I like I like it because Born Again also it 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 has that meaning of him becoming the kingpin and him becoming a crime boss. Yeah, and, um, that would I, be a I rebirth, like... wouldn't it? And and also exactly. it applies to the kingpin too. Exactly, the, yeah. Wilson Fisk can be born again as, as like, mm-hmm. I don't know, the mayor. He can run for Exa- office. Yeah, he could just be running for office. Like he does and, in the uh, comics. Yeah. 
Um, I would like it if he's running for office against J. Jonah Jameson, just because oh, yes. I think it would be hilarious to watch that matchup of characters going after one another. Because mm -hmm. how hilarious to watch just like, like he's a criminal, <laughs> he's a crook, and he's poisoning our water. He's turning the frogs <laughs> gay. He's gay. <laughs> oh, like, Alex Jones. That, <laughs> imagine that versus like the refined, characteristic, yeah. you know, very the, professional, the, yeah, the measured. Yeah. Routine, omelette-eating kingpin. With his menace behind his eyes. With his menace behind his eyes and his Hawaiian shirts. Like, Vincent D'Onofrio and J. Joe... I'm just going to call him J. J. Joe Jones. No, J. Joe and Jameson. J. Jonah Simmons. J. Joe and Simmons. Just going at it with one another in a debate stand. And Daredevil's like, I, what do I do? Yeah, Daredevil's like, just like, I'm, I'm doing crime now, like... Who do you vote for in that situation? Exactly. I think that would be a real good political statement because it's like, there are no good options. That's the point. Exactly. That's the metaphor, folks. So we have J.K. J. Sorry, J. Jonah Simmons. J. Jonah Simmons <laughs> running for, um, obviously the Republican Party, and then we have the Kingpin running for the Democrat Party. <laughs> which is wild, as, but like, because as I mean, we all know, I think he probably Repu would line up more with the Democrat Party, like. Like, yeah, we know he's evil and he's about crime and stuff like that, but at least he wants better for the city. Exactly. Like, it, it, you would you associate like, more than anything with the... Yeah, I, oh, this would be great. And yeah, as we all know, I mean, they'll never dive into the deep political minutiae of this, especially in, like, what are probably like, going to be, like, less than 30-minute episodes, 20-something of them a year. Like, here's the thing. I have a feeling right? this is going to become a cheap Arrow show. That's okay. Is it? Because I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, I know the Netflix model of like 30-hour movies isn't great either, but it really worked for Daredevil. Like he was, he was one of the the ones whose 30-hour show I could watch and not be like, they should have made this like 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Like all the others, I... start cutting some shit. You know, yeah. They don't need to be 13 just because Daredevil's um... 13. Do you any other Netflix characters showing up? I mean, you got Luke Cage, you got Iron Fist, well, Punisher. Not in this, but I do have a Heroes for Hire. So I this isn't a pitch, but like, or at the very least, it's very basic. But I yeah. think at some point, and probably on TV, um, they'll do a Heroes for Hire show, and it will be a complete. It'll be a relaunch of Luke Cage and Iron Fist. The two with, you know, let's be honest, the least traction. Of yeah. all the Marvel Netflix characters. Mm -hmm. And I, they'll recast whoever necessary. Um, you know, whether that's not just Iron Fist or both of them, I don't know. And but also, like... You know, they'll, they'll, could... they'll Mark Ruffalo Hulk this. They'll yeah. they'll just sort of... And I feel like Daredevil, the show, is going to go with the same way, but with a much softer touch to its rebootness. Mm -hmm. But uh, Here's the is going to be like... Almost a full reboot, because neither of those shows are great. Yeah. But especially Iron Fist. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they'll just be heroes Heroes hiring. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll be, you know, knocking around. They'll, they'll do some Harlem stuff. They'll do some Kung Fu stuff. You know, they'll, they'll go to, um, maybe Danny will end up in that tournament of the other living weapons. It'll be like a, you know, a Bruce Lee situation. Yeah, and uh, and you know, and Luke Cage and Misty Knight and Colleen Wing are like, are there kind of like trying to get him back or something like that from the tournament? They're like, 
you know they've got they've got to fight their way to him mm-hmm. or something like that in, in the comics there was a whole like climbing a mountain or some shit a snowy mountain um and they had to deal with some stuff um that was pretty good they should do that yeah just do that that works just do that because like there's no you know they they really kind of inhumaned these characters I think especially Iron Fist like you know there's gonna be there's gonna have to be a bit of rebuilding to make people want to sit through some Iron Fist content so uh yeah uh, do, do that do that bit I'm okay with that fine alright what's your next thing Kyle uh, my next thing... You've got a Thunderbolts thing, haven't you? Which... Dis- Kinda, like... Despite it being my favourite superhero team, I don't have anything for the Thunderbolts. <laughs> so I'll probably just I tack think, on to yours. I think it would just honestly be, um... So, they've kind of been building up the, like, anti-Avengers for a while now. we got evil Captain America. We have White Vision going around. Hmm. Um... We have Yelena going around. We have all these kind of other heroes, and I imagine they're going to introduce maybe a couple others. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll get Abomination on the team somehow mm-hmm. uh, by, like, tricking him into it. But I think it'd be really cool to have, like, this anti-group of government, like, sanctioned heroes. Because they've been trying to do that with the Avengers, like, throughout the run. Like, throughout the movies. Like, they had yeah. the Civil War thing, the Sokovia Accords. The government's like, we are not able to control these these gosh dang heroes going around doing things. These noble We're- folks. Yeah. They're so damn People, noble, and they don't want to comply with our big government agendas. They have, they've saved the universe, how dare they? But, like, they could easily propag- like they could easily use us as propaganda, like, they have failed us. They, they didn't save the universe. Yeah, they did it, but half the universe is wiped out for five years. You all remember that. Remember the snapping? Yeah. Remember that? If that we'd sucked. have had government-sanctioned Avengers, whoa, if, we, if we'd have had them... You can you can bet your your bottom dollar that Uncle Sam would have rolled up to Thanos's house and just fucking destroyed him. The, the only Day problem one. have only problem I'm having with this is like the government is trying to keep like not use Captain America, like the sorry um John Carpenter what's his name the, John I was gonna say John Carpenter John but that's fuck. the I don't know uh, John fuck we can't use John fuck. <laughs> Because he chopped off that Walker. guy's head, John Walker. Yeah, we can't yeah. use him because he chopped he gave off that, that guy head. a Russian haircut. But <laughs> but they could just be like, oh, that's actually <laughs> that's propaganda from like a from another nation. They, that's that was you know deep fake. That wasn't real. That was some sort of yeah. like an, an enemy state. That was the Democrats, to... or that, that was, was Russia. The... <laughs> that was the Democrats that, and the that, that video actually leaked from Hillary Clinton's emails, so, like, don't believe everything you see, folks. Uh, <laughs> hero <laughs> patriot John Walker did not... Did Another... Not, it was French haircut. That's what it should have been, French haircut. <laughs> Another six-year-old meme Hillary Clinton email jokes coming up <laughs> on the pod. We're doing great for this, man. Um, this is such a timely reference. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think using that and they could be going up against maybe the avengers or some avengers could be like doing some superhero stuff maybe trying to save a building maybe trying to stop someone or just some superhero thing where the avengers are doing it but they're failing and they're publicly failing and they see it and then Mm. the thunderbolts came in and saved the day you know a classic situation when you want to introduce the bad team to be honest I, i think the avengers are sort of already kind of kaput I guess you're right. Yeah, like I mean, they're they're not they're not an organized unit anymore. There's there's not like yeah. a like there's a bit of coordination, but it feels like they're they're just sort of loose 
free agents at this point. Oh, and I what? think the, the Thunderbolts will step in as a clear and unified team. And like, as far as I know, we're not getting any other team movies before this. Like what, Fantastic could... Four's not there. X Men's not Thunderbolts... there. It's Thunderbolts before or after Captain America Four. It's right after. Right after. Okay, so I can tie this into Captain America 4. But, yeah, so maybe Thunderbolts could be going around to other Avengers members. Maybe some of the new people who aren't, like, as well-versed in the whole superhero world. And mm. maybe can be kind of tricked into the team. And that's how you introduce some of the newer Avengers members. So maybe they try to go to, like, um, to um, She-Hulk. Shang-Chi. Or Shang-Chi. Or, like, She-Hulk. Yeah, or She-Hulk. Like, anyone. Really, anyone or they Ms. can. Marvel. She Miss Marvel. Like, all these or other Moon people. Knight. That could be a Moon Knight. I can like, name to get so many. <laughs> They could be trying to recruit some of these people and trying to get mm. them on a team. They join a team and realize, wait, these guys are no bueno. They're a bunch of Democrats and Russians. We're not <laughs> about that kind of life. And yeah, I mean, you, you could do that. And, but you could have, in the end, I want the Thunderbolts to win. Like, I, I want the Thunderbolts to still be around mm. as like a, as not a threat, but as another force, another yeah. team. The Avengers just have to be like, like, we can't actually get rid of them because mm. like, like it or not, there's, there's no... There's no team to get rid of them, but also it's like they're, they're government shank sanctioned. They're yes. they are uh, this they are the law now. Like we can't use any legal means to get rid of them either. Mm-hmm. And so I like this idea of like this team that's forced in the Avengers world, but they now have to like just acknowledge like this is the world. So how you tie this into Captain America Four is that you could have the Thunderbolt show up, or a few of them show up in Captain America Four. He's trying to do the whole like. Mm. saving the world doing captain america stuff but they're basically kind of similar to what they did in falcon and winter soldier but um they are basically forcing him out of the picture they're like you are not captain america you cannot do this but then again i feel like that's too similar to captain america show the, the team or falcon in the or two captain america boys captain america boys so i don't know but you could do something like that maybe that's how you introduce the thunderbolts yeah. maybe it's uh, like the New World Order isn't the Thunderbolts, but maybe it's a... Uh, it could just be, like, that crime syndicate that Captain America's girlfriend started. And that's, like, slowly trying to, like, take over the world or, like, take control and take over mm. power. And Captain America... Hydra's back, baby! <laughs> Hydra's back, but... um, The scrolls or whatever. I don't know. No, yeah. So but he can't invasions do it already would be done by that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you could just do yeah. that. That's Thunderbolts. That's all I, I got for that. I think the Thunderbolts movie, and I think you, you're right, the Thunderbolts should show up in Captain America 4. Um, but the interesting thing about the Thunderbolts, to me, at least the original Thunderbolts, it wasn't so much that they were a government-sanctioned team, because that wasn't how they were in the beginning. It, it, in the beginning, they were all villains with all villainous intent that just did some publicly good things while there was a clear gap in the market um, with the Avengers and stuff gone and no clear big team to sort of, you know, to either oppose them and stuff. And you get a lot of access being a superhero team. So I, yeah, yeah. Th- they did that and they, they formed that and they did it to kind of get into a situation of power. But if they're government sanctioned, they're already in a situation of power. So that, that sort of, uh, you know, addresses that. But... Yeah. The interesting thing about it was most of the members kind of liked doing good. Even mm-hmm. though they were in there from the beginning to do bad. They were villains. You know, they, they were all like fucking Zedless villains. 
from the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, t- we're talking the Beetle. We're talking um, the Fixer. Um, we're talking uh, Meteorite? Or was that a... No, Moonstone. Moonstone, who was like a Captain Marvel villain. Um, you know, they were all forgotten about. They were all, like, just sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they weren't reaching the the big great heights of the villains like, um, you know, Doctor Doom and shit like that. The big highs mm-hmm. of villainy. And they weren't... And they were getting beaten up all the time by heroes. And so, like, they do this, and they experience doing good, and they sort of have this change of heart. And there's, you know, there's essentially a coup. There's a, you know, there's a there's a a mini civil war, I suppose, Ooh. in that, um, you know, Baron Zemo and um, and because Baron Zemo leads the original Thunderbolts. For anyone who doesn't know, um, that's probably not the way they'll go in this. It'll probably be yeah. U.S. Agent John Walker leading mm-hmm. the team. Um, yeah, but most of the rest of the team, they turn on them, and they decide they will do good, and they, even after it's outed that the, the Thunderbolts is a team made of villains, they continue doing it, and so they've lost all public support, and so, like, a Thunderbolts 2 or 3 would, would focus around this team that people are like, weren't you the bad guys? And, you know, all the you know, the public image of them is like, you know, you're like the abomination or you're like um, this guy. You know, you, you killed like several people. You did chop like off the, that guy's you, head. You did give that guy a French haircut. I was there. It definitely I, yeah. was you. <laughs> it wasn't Hillary Clinton. It was, <laughs> you know, and, and then they have to kind of fight against that. Yeah. You know, and they're doing good in spite of it. So they're, they're not getting like the admiration and praise of... Of the uh, that the Avengers used to get anymore, mm-hmm. they're like, they're doing it because it's the right thing to do, and they're learning, and they become a superhero team that earns its place among the Avengers, the Fantastic Four. You know that that's what I like about them. I so I think Thunderbolts One is this team. They're made up of villains. They're going to do some bad shit. Everyone's on board in the beginning. And in the midpoint of the movie, there's a change of heart. And some That's members good. of the team, most of them, are going to be like, this ain't right. I'm going to go good. Let's all go good. And beat up the fucking ones that disagree with them. I think that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Done. All right, that works. All right. Uh, what's what's after? I think other Thunderbolts. Do you, I mean, do you have anything else? Uh, after that is... I- I guess Fantastic Four. Is Fantastic that's Four the next. That's the next announced one. I mean, there'll probably be other ones. I mean, there's going to be X Men and mm. probably World War Hulk. Hulk. Um, and World War Hulk would just be Hulk goes off planet. Uh, Hulk is like takes control over again, but that wouldn't really be good because we've kind of resolved that whole thing. Yeah, I feel like Hulk. Want to be- I mean, I know it's sort of inevitable that we'll get another Hulk movie, just because like, that license is going to lapse. Yeah. With Universal and like, I don't know. But it just feels what's like the point? Character. Like, yeah, his character is complete. Like, they really did a the his, whole. His character is complete, but also they did his best storylines, sort of. I mean, they wasted them, 
a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they wasted them is what you mean. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, no, that, that's not fair. They haven't done his best storylines. Like, things like... They, yeah, they wasted uh, Planet Hulk with with Ragnarok. Like, they did a really fucking poor man's version of that. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be a little retready to um, to do a Planet Hulk now. I don't know. Uh, I mean, look, I'd watch it because I enjoyed that. But, uh, you know, he could have a different warbound. He, you know, he doesn't need to have Korg and Meek and, and you know, the Ragnarok characters in there. He could have a different warbound and, and stuff like that. But, like, a yeah. World War Hulk, what, what motivation could this version of Hulk, this rounded, complete character have? To come you back to do. Earth and rock everyone's shit. Oh, sorry about that. That was my cat's uh, feeder going off. That noise. <laughs> sorry, that was on. your feeder. Yeah. You're in oh, your yeah. dining sorry, room, sorry. after all. Sorry, yeah. Let me go. Let me go. go munch on go, my. Go get your pellets. Go get your. Yeah, sorry. Uh, go get I forgot your my kibble. Brown. I have to fight off my cat for it. She always tries to eat it before I do. Mm. Um, you could just do like he goes back to his the uh, is it Scar? Is that the planets? Sakar. Sakar, Sakar, yeah. And maybe I like the idea of Hulk being a dad. Because Do you want him to be your thing. dad? He could be my dad. But he was on that planet for a long time. And I just that's feel like true. I just feel like at some point the Hulk may have fucked. It just I have this image of the not really, not really <laughs> image, but Yes you I just do. You like, want to call him daddy, so you know. <laughs> Look, we know the Hulk has a penis. That's canon to the MCU, despite what Joss Whedon says. He has a dick. So Is it? And, what? Is it canon? The oh, well, Thor, Thor saw his dick in Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, okay. They had that hilarious, haha, I saw your dick joke. So Very good. Classic comedy. So, well done, Taika Waititi. So maybe he has to go back to the planet, and his son's on the planet, and his son has, like, you know, obviously some of the Hulk blood and hulk whatever in him and he's all kind of hulky and he's like well my son's been forced into the gladiator pit and it's just he has to go back to the planet and save Mm. what is his child but they're like well you know you're the hulk we you know we celebrate you as almost a godlike figure it's the champion of of this thing and he's like well i got i gotta save my kid they're like you can't take it back because he's ours he's like nah i'm gonna do it and then he just has to fight the entire planet i think that Mm. can be kind of fun and because, like, it kind of forces him. Because if you want to do World War Hulk, or sorry, um, Planet Hulk, you have to force this Hulk into a situation where he has to Hulk out. Yeah. Because now he he's has to leave the, the Professor Hulk persona behind because yeah. it's not as strong. And he has to have this moment where he's like, I need the Hulk now. Like, I'm strong, but I'm not the raging monster I used to be. I need just full rage and full uncontrollable yeah. anger. I, right yeah, now. I need to lose control. And if that means. I never regain the control again, and so be it. But yeah, because right now I think, shit's getting real. And this gives you an excuse to introduce another character, Hulk's kid, Tiny Hulk. Tiny I mean, Hulk. Tiny. He's not that tiny though, is he? Uh, but like, you know, maybe Scar. the, maybe I mean, how long has it been since he left that planet? Oh wait, five years time gap. Plus, plus whatever time. Like it takes another to get year there. or so for. Um, I mean, you, you could have, like, a little kid Hulk. That could be kind of fun. Hmm. Like, a little baby Hulk kind of running around. And they can age faster. They can age faster. Yeah, you can just say that. Like, they age quicker. Yeah. That's cool, too. Um, do, you, do you know what I think they could do? And maybe this is 
Maybe they'll go more in the direction you're saying because he's currently sort of in space doing whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, in the She-Hulk show. But I kind of prefer the idea that, like, you know, he impregnated someone. I don't like that yeah. idea, actually. I take that back. But... Yeah, we have to accept the Hulk fucks. We, we have to accept to the fuck Hulks. <laughs> that was the wrong <laughs> way around. <laughs> getting late you know it's getting late uh all right <laughs> no um so he you know he he did the deed he did the big fucking green nasty on sakar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it resulted in a child and then he left sakar because he didn't you know he left with he Thor. yeah there was nothing holding him back he was a gladiator or whatever um <gasps> the the son the son grows up and is like, my dad abandoned me. Exactly. Well, so yeah, he totally. goes to Earth and he oh. does World War Hulk. Oh. Because he's a Hulk. Because or, like, I, it would be regressive to bring the Hulk back to a point where he wants to kill people on Earth. Stuff like that. And so the Hulk has to come back and stop him because he's the only one that could stop him. And, you know, two big fucking nuclear weapons like that mashing against each other. I mean, that's probably how... The Hulk got a kid in the first place, but uh, <laughs> just two power plants. Just yeah, just two power plants. Just just fucking going at it. No, uh, the only thing I I have against that is that in Ragnarok, and again, Ragnarok is the fucking bane of continuity in this universe, <laughs> and yeah, the, and a, the death of of potentially great storylines is they sort of say that he has the intelligence of like a child. Do they what? Do they say that, or do they, or was that just something in interviews? I think that's just something in interviews. Okay, but yeah, because it is like, implied that he is yeah. simple, a simple-minded creature. He's a simple-minded creature, but like he's he's matured a little bit, hasn't he? In the course of Plan Hulk, so he's more like a kind of like a toddler or something like that. So if you think of the Hulk as infantile, it during his time in oh, in um. On Sakaar. Yeah. Then yeah, it's yeah. a bit fucking unpleasant. Oh, to, but you have to, to remember... To say, that, to, you know, to put across the theory that he was, he was, you know, he was he, spreading seed. Here's the thing, though. This is, this is, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character on that planet would not have cared because he sees the Hulk as a creature. They, they don't see him like... And he'd have bred like they, more Hulks. Like, yeah, you have to think about it, right? He doesn't care. These are, like, prisoners. These are, mm. or, sorry, prisoners with jobs, not slaves. And <laughs> yes, so right. he, he doesn't care. Also, here's another idea. What if, here, this is kind of crazy. The Hulk didn't have one baby. He had lots of babies. There's a whole bloody egg sack full of them. There's a whole planet of Hulks. Oh, no. Just like they've overrun the planet. They are the, like the, the, the dominant the species. Yeah. And so his wife or maybe one of his another one of his kids has to communicate with him and be like, dude, these Hulks are getting completely out of control. They're taking over everything. We can't stop them. And Hulk's like, oh, shit. You can do that, too. Have yeah, to fight a whole, whole world planet. full of Hulks. Do, do you know planet what else Hulk. would be interesting? And, and I feel like I, I'm not going to be able to pitch this that well because I haven't yeah, read yeah. the storyline. But are you familiar with the Maestro? N- no. Okay, so the the Maestro is from a storyline, a Hulk storyline called Future Imperfect, I think. I'm, I'm 
I'm stitching bits together here from very tangential knowledge. But it's oh wait, it's, yes, it's, it's old. It's like an older Hulk. He's got a grey beard and whatever, and no hair. But and he's sort of, you know, he's Professor Hulk esque. Mm-hmm. But he's also like the ruler of the planet or whatever. Not Earth. I think it's like an alien planet or it's Earth, but in the future, it's it's a future set storyline. And I think you could, I don't know, you could go into that. You could. Because what else is there to do with that character? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel I, like I, if he goes off into space in She-Hulk, he goes, he gets sucked in a wormhole, or he gets stranded on a planet, or something like that. Time travel happens, or time dilation, or something, and the Hulk ages much faster because of something than yeah, uh, than the rest of the MCU back on Earth. Mm-hmm. And then this maestro comes back into, you know, the storyline somehow. Comes back into... Goes back to Earth or something like that. Um, you know, maybe he was in the negative zone or something like that. And he's... He's old. And maybe you could merge the two. Maybe you could merge, like, a World War Hulk and, and the Future Imperfect thing. And he's... He, yeah. you know, maybe he went off on a, on a journey of too much self-discovery, was driven mad... And was like, I'm gonna save Earth with my genius because I've been, I've gone mad, and I believe that I know exactly what's right for the world because mm-hmm. I'm big and strong and smart, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna Ultron this essentially. I'm gonna go to Earth. I'm gonna impose my will on it. There's so like there was it. so much suffering on Earth, as I remember from my time there. Um, I'm gonna go there with my technologically advanced army or a warbound or something like that I'm going to take over and I'm going to rule it the way that it should be ruled in my eyes you know I'm going to I'm going to make it a dictatorship you can like do something it. like that this guy's also I'm looking at his image right now he's just so damn cool looking and this is such a Snyder thing to say but he's so cool looking you have to use him exactly. like he's just he's got such a cool design I'm looking at it right now this guy's awesome Alright, that's the whole movie. Yeah, he looks interesting. He's visually interesting. So even if they don't follow the character, um, you know, to the letter or or the storylines that he's in to the letter, Mm -hmm. they'll probably use his look. Yeah. Like, Uh, what's his deal, you know? What's his... I like this, Kyle. This is the best Hulk movie that could possibly... We should have read more into The Maestro. Yeah, but we didn't, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, anything apparently, else? there's no. I, I've just read a thing here that's like of of the Hulks, the Maestro might be the strongest there is because there's oh. no good influence left to limit his power. Could you also? So yeah, do, he's some kind of villainous character to some. You extent. could also do maybe there's like a villainous guy on Planet Hulk, and we've seen this with Abomination, but he takes like like Hulk's blood or something and injects it into himself and this guy becomes the maestro or something. Hmm. You could do that too. I mean, it would be kind of generic villain stuff, but like it you could be, do yeah. it. Um, also, where's the leader? When are we going to see the leader? Never. I mean, I think you should leave that for She-Hulk because I, I think She-Hulk is the perfect vessel to, to go and do all the Hulk stuff they missed out on. Yeah. All the Hulk's extending, oh, extended woman? roster. With a woman! <laughs> yeah. The Hulk, but he's a girl? Women in my MCU? 
more likely than you'd think. Um, Unlikely. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Do do Red Hulk. Do um do a bomb. I know there's not really a Rick Jones in this universe, but like use them anyways. I like Rick. Jones. I don't know. They put Pug in this. Yeah. Who's a She-Hulk supporting character? Make him a bomb. Yeah, why not? Doesn't sure. Really matter, does it? None of these matter to me. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. This yeah, all whatever. sounds good to me. Like, Rick do, do do the leader. Bring him into the She-Hulk show. Do. What's that guy who's just lightning? Oh, I know who you're talking I think, about. I think he was Jeff Bridges' character, or not Jeff Bridges, Nick Nolte's character in like the Ang Lee Hulk. I think he was the villain. Yeah. Yeah, he was also yeah. But he was also his, the Hulk stand. Stand. <laughs> He's also the rock monster. He also water. That time he was water. Yeah. Uh, absorbing anyway. man. No, he wasn't absorbing man. But you oh, could do right. absorbing man. Well, well, actually, Agents of Shield did absorbing man, but there's no reason you can't have another one. Yeah. I mean, Titania's yeah, yeah. in She Hulk, so like those two characters are quite closely linked. Yeah. Um. um do you have anything for X Men? I, I do. Got, I got. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, X Men. Are we doing X Men before Fantastic Four? Uh, I, mean, I think Fantastic Four, just because it's announced, is going to come out before X Men. I think so as well, because I think they want to put more distance between this and the other X Men movies. But also, if I pitch my Fantastic Four and Avengers movies, I, I kind of have some gaps, and I feel like maybe X Men could fill it in some way, or maybe you can come up with ideas or anything mm. like that. So, how about I do. My trilogy that, of course, I will be making. You'll be <laughs> writing and directing and starring. Writing, yeah. directing, and starring nude. And <laughs> no one called for it, but you you insisted. I insisted. Marvel's really taking some, some new turns with their moves. They're like, whatever, mm -hmm. we have a billion dollars, we can do this. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll do Fantastic Four in my trilogy, and we see if we can fit in X-Men somewhere and see if we can use that. Because I like X-Men, I just got nothing for it. Yeah. So... Okay. Um, 58, so I'm just writing down some notes real quick. Okay, so... So... Uh, Fantastic Four, right? Let me pull up my notes on my phone, because I realized I thought I had it written down, but I typed it all on my phone in my bed for some reason. Okay, so... What I'm thinking for Fantastic Four, right, is that the gimmick of the movie is going to be the fantastic four in the 19 let's say 70s it can be 80s but we're at some time in the 70s or 80s they were trapped in the shrinky ant-man universe in the quantum verse at some point by dr doom mm -hmm. and i was thinking maybe someone could be exploring there it could be ant-man probably because he seems to be doing stuff like that and he at some point discovers like oh shoot there's people here there's like a whole group of them it's a it's a whole family a whole group of fantastic people and they they get them out and it's a fantastic four and they've been trapped there for decades like 50 plus mm -hmm. years at this point they've been trapped and the the idea of the movie is they're like okay we got out where's doom everyone's like what they're like we got to go get dr doom he trapped us in there he's planning something we have to stop him and they're like what? victor like they're they're all like you mean the leader of latveria like he's he's like the leader of a country what are you talking about they're like no no he's yeah. evil we we gotta go get him. That'd be like, like if some time travelers just fucking showed up today and they were like, we've got to get Justin Trudeau. <laughs> You'd be like, excuse me? They're like, he's a supervillain. Except if Justin Trudeau wore a giant metal suit and a cloak everywhere, I'd also be like, maybe we should. Even now, I'm like, if that happened, I'm like, all right, maybe. Like, I, I'd, I'd hear it. them out, you know? <laughs> hear them out. Maybe they got something. Emmanuel so, Macron. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> They've come like, for him. 
So um, I was thinking they could also find their kids. So they had children in, when they were in the 60s and 70s who are obviously all grown up at this point. And you mm-hmm. could have like some sort of like broken relationship going on. You could have them maybe grown up and kind of grown distant from one another. So the, they had two kids, I would say, and they both have kind of grown distant from one another and don't really talk anymore. You know, obviously you could link this to like their parents disappearing, but also it could just be like, this is what happens to some families. People grow apart and Reed and Sue are having trouble coming to terms with this because they're like, we finally got back to our world and finally back to our homes. But, you know, our children and our, all of our friends, everyone's gone except for us. And so you could have this like rolling theme of like sticking together and trying to build back the family they once had with one another. Because like, that's what Fantastic Four is. It's supposed to be like a family drama. And now they're, they're also stuck with the idea of like, we have grandchildren now, we're grandparents, but they're about the same age as their own children are. Like they're kind of strangers to this new world as well because they've been trapped, but time works differently in the quantum verse where they just haven't aged. Yeah. So their it's children been, are all It's been like up. five weeks for them instead of five yeah. decades or something. Exactly. And they just, they're like, we just, we've been trapped. Um, Okay, so Doctor Doom, right? Because you have to have Doctor Doom in it. Um, I have way more in Doctor Doom than I have on Fantastic Four, which I think speaks to my priorities when making a Fantastic mm-hmm. Four movie. It so Doctor Doom has is like is a dictator of Latveria, but he's like beloved by his people. Everybody fucking loves Doom. He's like the greatest leader there. But he is royalty. He's also the leader of the country and he has total control over everything. During the snapping, they mentioned like Latveria was the only country that didn't fall into chaos. And it was actually known for like its humanitarian efforts, trying to support the countries around it, mm. trying to keep order in Europe as best as it could. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Grimm obviously is like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to go kill that dude because I'm the ever loving thing. Everyone's like, no, you can't just go beat up Justin Trudeau. That's not how this works. <laughs> we all want to beat him up sometimes, but you're not allowed to do that. And he's like, dang it. Um, also, I like the idea of someone being like, aren't you the thing? And he's like, it's it's Ben. That's just in the comics. Don't worry about that. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I want the Fantastic Four to be like, they were a superhero group, but they also are comic book heroes within their own universe. Like there yeah. was comic made about their own adventures. So when everybody, whenever somebody sees them, they're like, what? Like, <laughs> I thought these were just comic books. Like, I didn't know you people were real. And he's like, no, yeah, we're. It's like kept. It's like it's like Captain America coming back into modern day, where everyone's like, what? Like, come on, get out of here. Yeah, you're you're not Captain America. You're bloody. You'd, you'd be so old. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, do do do. Yeah. So Doom's loved. Sokovia's all Doom pro Doom as well because he's all about like, hey, we're that time your country got lifted into like space and then shattered almost shattered i took in all those people and people love me so i have a whole backstory for doom where he's like mm-hmm. he was like this orphaned boy who never like really knew his own parents he only knew his mother very briefly when he was young when she passed away he was orphaned on the streets um as a young man he was like imprisoned for not like for a crime he did not commit but while in jail, he becomes like this radical nationalist and he becomes mm-hmm. friends with this old man he shares shares a cell with. And this old man is actually um, a political adversary to the current ruler of Latveria. He imprisoned, of course, because that's what you do to your political adversaries when you don't like them. You put them in a jail mm-hmm. and he tells Doom about like, oh, you know, I used to be- Lock him up. <laughs> what? Lock him up. <laughs> Lock him up. Um, and he's like, he kind of takes Doom in. They kind of learn from one another. He, he's, you have this like father-son relationship. And 
he tells him one day, he's like, I'm going to die in this hole. And if I die, I want you to have everything I had. And he gives, he tells Doom of like this secret treasure and the secret burial ground of his family, where there's like a family heirloom. And he's like, you're now like the heir to this. I'm giving you this, this legacy. And Doom's like fucking sick. So one day <laughs> while the old man is sleeping, Doom murders him. <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> and he escapes jail. And he memorizes where this place is. And he goes there. Also almost want the idea of like, Doom and him don't have a good relationship, but they kind of talk to one another and he learns about it. Kind of torn between the two. Doesn't really matter. In any case, he finds this royal place, this royal heirloom, and he becomes what is basically inherits the, the royal title. And as a member of this royal family, according to Latverian law, he has every right to challenge the current king of Latveria to, to combat and take mm -hmm. the throne. It's real Game of Thrones shit. Exactly. So instead he goes to him and he's like, hey... I want. I don't want to take over. I just want a seat at the council because I have every right to demand that. I can demand at least a seat at the council. And the guy's like, "Fuck off, get out of here, throwing you back in jail." Doctor Doom's like, "Then I challenge you to combat." So they have combat, right? And then Doom easily beats this guy because he's just like some fat king, beats the shit out of him, and he becomes mm -hmm. the ruler. By Latverian law, he is now the leader. I was thinking somebody could also like who's loyal to that that past that king throw something in Doom's face, like maybe some acid or something, and I could disfigure him, hence the mask and the armor. But, um, yeah, so he becomes, like, this ruler and this beloved dictator, and he's, like, this... He is... His own ego kind of is only boosted by the fact that he is right. Everything he does helps the nation. Hmm. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, so I was thinking, like, the Fantastic Four could go against like the rules maybe ben Grimm and human torch are like no we're going to go get this guy with or without you guys and they find doom they're like you we have to get you can't blah 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 and they have to live with the fact that dr doom is allowed to go free in the world and there's nothing they can really do about it they've got um, he's got diplomatic immunity <laughs> diplomatic immunity baby um then i have an end credit scene right we have an end credit scene um, you have Mr. Reed Richards, maybe just doing science stuff, you know, doing whatever. And then um, somebody walks into his office and it's Jonathan Majors, it's Kang. And he's like, hey, um, hey, dad, I, I need your help with something. And then end. Dun, dun, dun. And That's, then uh, like, I like that. Mm -hmm. I so have this. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Where you have words. I, I, I really like Lafarian angle. I really like the idea that Lafaria under Doom has really actually prospered because as mm -hmm. as much as he's an egomaniac and a madman, he's you know he's a bit of a Colonel Gaddafi in a way. Exactly. Like he's, he's a he, he's a beloved dictator. A beloved dictator. Like he's yeah he's absolutely gonna commit a lot of heinous crimes and you know do great violence against. The people that stand against him but when he's in charge and has total control he does want the best for his people mm -hmm. and so it, mm -hmm. you've got that duality he's not just like i'm evil for the sake of being evil <laughs> you know like he's he's not just a maniacal mustache twirling villain there's a there's a level of depth and complexity to him and like yeah on a, on a lot of subjects he's right and he is very yeah. intelligent he's you know, by far and away, one of the smartest people on Earth. And although he's not smarter than Reed Richards, and that will always frustrate him and be, the, you know, 
one of the main sources of tension between the two. I, I was. He's like still it. very intelligent, and he's still very capable, and you know, right about a lot of things, and good was, potentially good for the planet when he's working, you know, towards a yeah. a, a positive goal. He he's like Lex Luthor, where like he yeah. has maniacal views and these self-centered interests but like he ultimately almost is like devote like he is devoted and loyal to his nation to a fault mm -hmm. like yeah. he's so loyal to his country Absolutely. but also he uses his he uses his own ego and his own power and his view of loyalty to only boost his own ego and power like this mm -hmm. it's like a it's a what, what do you call it? um self-sustaining cycle where it's like well i'm powerful and i'm great and my country is great because i have done great things for it so i'm in the right and yeah. so it kind of just feeds into that idea and like he's doing bad things and i like the idea that the people of latveria are aware of some of the things he has done like yeah. they're aware like he has done yeah bad things but no one in this country is suffering there is no yeah. poverty there is no like instability he has a police state but like everybody is safe there isn't mm -hmm. murder and theft and crime yeah, there aren't rampant superheroes just coming in and knocking buildings over and not answering for yeah. it. Or picking up um, the city and dropping it. <laughs> like that you know, None of that shit happens in Laugh Area. You come into Laugh Area and Doom literally kicks the shit out of you. He himself will for find you be like... Yeah, for good or for ill, some Doom bots or whatever, or him, will rock up in his Iron Man suit and rock your shit. And like, you know, that's... He may be a, a, a maniacal out. dictator that you know, has installed um, cameras in every bathroom. Ca cameras in every bathroom and, you know, violated everyone's privacy and a lot of people's human rights and, you know, and is self-centered and has made the, the country into one of fi quite literally his own image. But my God, does he keep the trains running on time? <laughs> Which is more than you can say for your country. It's more than you can say for a lot of countries, isn't it? It's, um... It's, <laughs> yeah... Know? They'll be they'll oh. be like highly respected like Lafarian scientists and shit like that like yeah. because they've got they've got great education because he believes in that shit he yeah. you know studied in the best universities in the world like and he's also like he is from nothing he's like this he's from nothing he understands poverty like like he you know. I I just love the idea of this man but also like I said he like I'm torn between him like finding this old man in prison and becoming friends with him and the guy gives mm. it to him and him also like just yeah. realize like, if I kill this guy and if he ever gets out, I yeah. can just take the throne. Are you, would you do any of the, like, his mom's soul is uh, owned that's, by Mephisto and, like, he, he yeah, learns witchcraft and shit? So that's actually going to be an adventure. So should, should mm. I go to Avengers now? Uh, not not just yet, because it... Oh, okay. I, I would add on to your Fantastic Four, th or I, I would sort of... I'd split it. Ooh, I, all right. So... In a fever dream about, like, two years ago, like, before the pandemic, I, I think, I woke up and in the middle of the night and wrote a Fantastic Four sort of loose pitch. This is the only one of these that I didn't write frantically yesterday uh, when when I realized that I should have should make some notes before this episode about pitching things. Uh, I did but, the same. Yeah. So I, I did all of them Saturday, yesterday. Except this one. This one was written two years ago. Um, and it's very similar. The Fantastic Four arrive on the scene from either space, the negative zone, 
or the 60s, you know, they arrived or the, in, or the 60s, that far off and, you know, sometimes terrible place, the 60s, you know, that they show up in modern day, they've been somewhere, you know? Either the, either they've they've just had the accident that turns them into the Fantastic Four, you know whether that's through space or a trip to the negative zone like it is in the Ultimate Comics, or you know they've time traveled from the sixties, and they're you know they're they're all their regular ages that you, that are that a new Fantastic Four would be, um, and they've got to sort of adjust to to life with these powers or potentially modern life because they've been yeah they're from the past or whatever. Um, only instead of Doctor Doom being in any way the villain, he would probably be in this or mentioned in this in some way. But I think the villain of this first movie should be the Mole Man. Ooh. The Mole Man. And so, like, very... Just like issue one of the Fantastic Four, Harvey Rupert Elder, which is apparently his name, the Mole Man, mm-hmm. you know, he rocks up. He decides he's going to take over the the surface world because he's been living down there in the subterranean layers as the king and you know and he's got these giant creatures and these moloids and stuff like that under his control and you know it's a pitch battle and there's some there's some family there's a lot of family drama and stuff like that there's a lot of adjusting to life you know all that human element but the the physical like person to punch is the mole man and it introduces, which I know, you know, the, the horrible lizards in suits, which will really enjoy this bit, is the Moloids, which are these little yellow fellas. They're funny, quirky little alien-looking fuckers. And they're like, you know, they speak in, in just sort of odd um, little phrases. They're like minions, but a bit more vocal. Right. You know, uh, here's, here's a nice, here's a screenshot uh, of, a, a of, a, of, of a Fantastic Four panel um oh these guys yeah, these guys yeah you know the, they're like the ben the ben comes for his morning food we eat <laughs> the cereal ben breakfast of champions <laughs> like you know they're, they're just weird little guys and i think after they like defeat you. the mole man the moloids some of them at least don't want to live down there in the, in the subterranean layers and they come to live with the Fantastic Four in the Baxter building. End of the movie. And then Fantastic Four 2, they're just part of the family. And the family yeah, would grow good. over time. I wouldn't introduce Sue and Reed's kids yet. I would make that more of a movie 2, maybe movie mm-hmm. 3 kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, the, the family would grow and grow over time until they've got like... They haven't just got mum, dad two weird uncles they've got you know cousins and aunties and more uncles and you know Doctor Doom sort of getting involved and I would split all the Doctor Doom stuff that you said because I have a lot of kind of I like a lot of that and I've heard a lot of kind of you know stuff on of that nature in other fan theories and stuff mm-hmm. that would just be its own movie or trilogy of Doom movies movie, baby. Doom movie and it would be like Black Panther would have Killmonger won. Yeah. Because you've got this guy who's really smart and capable and has a claim in some way, or at least feels they have a claim to the throne of this country that they are dedicated to. Only he's going to win. Mm-hmm. 
And he's going to be the protagonist of the Doctor Doom movies. And he would be this beloved, but but iron-fisted, you know, um, Lafarian dictator. I don't know at what point they would come across each other. I guess maybe a lot of it just stands. A lot of it, like, straight from the comics. Like, when they were of kind of college age, Reed and Victor met and they, you know butted heads and they formed a rivalry and you know and they you know it sort of went from there and then and then they split off in life and did their their own stuff i don't know what would draw them back together necessarily maybe you know reed suddenly appearing with these powers and whatever um would set victor off i don't know what would bring them into conflict with each other again but i wouldn't do that until movie three. Like, they would interact, maybe before that, and, you know, they would even have, like, that weird kind of, like, Doctor Doom is, is, um, is the godfather to, to, uh, Valerian Richards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And have that weird kind of, like, Uncle Doom situation, like, in the, um, oh, who writes What you those? could do... You could have like an Uncle Buck movie, but it's Uncle Doom. Uncle Doom. Doom. Yeah. Reed got to go to space to go do space stuff. And like, can you watch the kids for the weekend? He's yeah. And he and so he has to watch them, but he doesn't know how to do the laundry. Hmm. He has Doombots do his laundry, and wacky hijinks ensue. And what do you know? He learns that he does love kids. He does, and he he loves Valeria. Like that's the thing. Like in the um, oh, who is it? Who? Jonathan Hickman, I want to say, had like a really extensive run on Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, kind of in the recent in recent years, and like, you know, Reed's dad shows up from like the future or the past or whatever, wherever he's been, and like you know, so you've got Grandpa in there, and you've got like Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four having to work together because they physically both cannot. Neither of them could accomplish whatever the universe-ending task is. You know, it's the negative zone, it's a nihilus, it's, it's a council of Reed Richards that are going to take over, or, you know, whatever. It's the Molecule Man. Molecule Man is my idea for Season 2. There's not really much there, other than just the words Molecule Man, because I think he's really interesting, and you need him for a Secret Wars-type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, a good Secret Wars, at least. But... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you could make him the villain of season one, the the first movie even, right, and not right, Mole Man. And Mole Man could be like a background character or a kind of something. I don't know. I like I, all these. I, I like the Moloids, and I like the the idea of the Fantastic Four growing and growing and growing like a stone that's just picking up moss until it is this giant extended family that all you know interact with each other and. And, you know, they're, 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 a lot of them butt heads from time to time, but they're all sorted there, and they're all a family. You know? It's all about family. It's all about family. It'd be like if Rick and Morty, but nice. You know? <laughs> like, you've got, you've got these terrible geniuses that aren't good people, people, and you've got the family, and it all sort of... It all stems from the family, and they all... The family are touched by and touch various aliens and weird shit from across the universe and the multiverse, but it all comes back into family. You know? 
La so Familia. There's all, yeah, La Familia. It's fantastic. It's, fan, it's fast and furious, but good and about sci-fi and shit. So that's this it. Is, that's, yeah, also Moloids. You'll make billion dollars in merchandise off that oh, Moloid. Dude, They're they like speak- Groot and Minions put together. My two favorite memes and characters. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to buy all the see all the all the memes featuring them and yeah. the minions. If you've ever seen the webcomic series Strange Planet by mm-hmm. I want to say Nathan W. Pyle, it's just a lot of really slice of life stuff filtered through the lens of these weird aliens. Just sort of I know those fellas. Yeah, you know those ones. Those little those like blue aliens with the with the it's big like heads a- and stuff. Instead of live, laugh, love, it's like, um, continue. Yeah, yeah, live, laugh, love, it, it's, um, exist. Exist. Appreciate. Ex- live, laugh. Survive. Survive, um. It's, some- it's something like that. It's- so, yeah, survive, chuckle, show affection. Yeah. Survive, chuckle, show affection, which I want as a poster in the wall- on the wall somewhere. But it's, oh, the Moloids are literally have- them. That's what the Moloids basically are, but mm-hmm. yellow. I lo- yeah, those and guys I love great. them. I fucking love them. I'm all for this, Kyle. Yeah. This is going to be a better so, movie than what I pitched. It's two hours of them running around doing things like that. Yeah. They, they're going to the supermarket, they're picking up cereal, and they're like, the Moloids are like, composite bowl of, of dye, sugar, and fructose. Classic <laughs> japes, such as those. Oh, I love it. Really heartwarming stuff. Alright, are you anyway. ready? Are you ready, though, for Avengers? The, the fourth Avengers? Can I go to the bathroom first? No. Oh. Ah, yeah, you can, you can go pee. Okay, Just quick bathroom While break. You're... For, for the, like, big bit of a pee? Bit of a pee. <laughs> for like two, a minute. Uh, one sec. I'm gonna put a timer on Kyle. Will Kyle return for the bathroom? Will Blake finally stop talking? Find out next time on the next episode of Back on Tangent. (laughs) This is so stupid.